0: For this episode, will be weird
1: space noises, aka. Welcome to Reader's Guide to the Galaxy, featuring Garfield, that's me. Pause. Juice lover. Alfredo, and whoever else decided to show up this week. That's me, Lavender. Yeah, that's Lavender. This week we will be discussing the Lunar Chronicles, featuring cyborgs, cute romance, revolution, and discussions about fanfic. Oh, dear God. Anyway. <laughs> here's the sexenary episode pause (laughs) why no
0: (laughs) hello readers and welcome to the podcast to start off this story takes place in the future the future
2: sounds fun (laughs) except
0: for a deadly plague
3: (laughs) fun but not fun
0: Wait, there's a deadly plague? Too? <laughs> there are cyborgs, androids, moon people, and plagues that don't affect the moon people, but are decimating the human population.
1: My <laughs> first girlfriend turned into the moon.
2: That's rough, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our main character, Cinder, is a cyborg who lives with her evil stepmother. I don't really want to look her up, but her name looks something like Atari. And stepsister, Pearl. And also her nice stepsister, Peony. The this- Stories like a
2: retelling of Cinderella. Um, by the way, in case we did not mention that and it wasn't
1: uh, obvious, <laughs> Cinder is the first book of the Lunar Chronicles. There are others. That's a spoiler. There's others. No, it's not. It's not. There's it's others.
0: Not a
3: spoiler. <laughs> it's That's not. not
0: a spoiler. Where were we? Oh yes, Cinder's a mechanic, and one day Prince Kai. And now for a Kit Kat impression.
1: oh <laughs> ah, My God. <laughs>
0: Okay, Prince Kai shows up at her booth because his android's messed up and he wants someone to fix it. Also, they engage in some flirty banter during this interaction. It's pretty cute, actually.
2: I mean, it's better than the whole meeting for the first time at the ball and, like, falling in love right away.
0: Yeah, it's less insta-lovey than most stuff that I would have expected. Anyway. Plus, we love good banter. We love banter. To find parts for the mechanic stuff, Cinder goes to a junkyard with her nice stepsister, Peony, who's just gotten her dress for the ball. Hope that's not going to be a plot point later. (laughs) I'm wearing cargo shorts to the ball. No, you're not. This is about where we're taught that the moon people are called lunars, and they're basically all evil. Cinder remembers nothing from before she was 11. There's an heir to the lunar throne that's missing and presumed dead, but not really. Well, okay, this
2: is... We we all know where this is going, but okay. This is (laughs) the
0: And we're taught that everyone on Earth is dying from a plague called Letimosis that has no people who survive.
2: Oof. I feel like I'm good at the oof.
1: Oof, my goof. Oof,
0: my goof. Also, Peony gets letamosis and gets quarantined with the understanding that she'll die soon. Oh Christ, this is not a good coronavirus read. Anyway, that's about it for the non spoilers, so
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> really not. <laughs> and now we have the spoiler warning. Spoiler warning We are entering the spoiler <laughs> section. Turn away now if you don't want spoilers, though at this point, this is our sixth episode. What are you doing if you don't want spoilers for a book? This is a book podcast. What are you doing? Okay,
0: moving on from that, what did we like about the-
1: Language! And,
0: um- I really liked Kai. Kai is- Kai is my- Kit Kat is in here, so he's my husband now.
2: Ah! I can't believe you would do that to her. Yeah, how dare you? I-
0: Currently, the men that I would sim for the list is Kai, Zuko, <laughs> and
1: and that's it. The men oh. I would sim for the man that I would sim for is a long list of of none.
2: Wow, that was a long list. Thank you. Wow. I can't believe you made us sit through all that.
0: I know it took forever, huh? Okay, what else did we like about these nerds?
2: Um, I like Aiko a lot. She's just amazing. She's just. And also, the graphic novel about her afterwards was stellar. She's just, yeah. like, a robot, but she's just the most badass character. Definitely. I don't know how to describe why. Like,
1: But also, like, what's so cool about her is, like, so, like, she's seen as having, like, a defect. Yeah. So
2: someone's written Cinder and Thorn on what we liked, and yes, definitely. Like, not as a ship, but they were, like, so...
1: Oh my god, In the in the jail cell?
0: Yes! He's like, "Are you lost? You're in the wrong jail cell." Thorne keeps flirting with her, and she just keeps scowling at him. And over time, that's just their dynamic, and it's my yeah. favorite. It's amazing. They're 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 really funny. It
2: kind of reminds me of um, Soren and Rayla almost. Like... Yes, yeah, so that's the dynamic
0: I imagine Soren and Rayla to have. The Dragon Wait, and Prince. Soren and that Rayla. One that is that is that Dragon Prince? Yeah, because yes. Thorne's
2: uh, like really I dumb could not and get like, through the first We are not season. starting
0: the Dragon Prince or Avatar debate again. Okay. Avatar's no, better. We're not. I Avatar's just better because I to so like actually watch it.
3: On a good bromance, okay. <laughs> I remember that there was Kai and Cinder, and Deuce Lover told me there was a cyborg, which is pretty cool. Cinder is <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> wow. You know what ship I really like? I but not romantically, because I know she's a robot, but it's like friends because I think Aiko is my favorite character and she huh. kind of reminds me of Dabi but like with
2: in the graphic novel they pair her up with this asshole guard I thought I they
0: really... were cute, they were fun they were cute but he was an asshole cute. no on. I know but he became less of an asshole after he like got his character You're just development you a sucker for Zuko character arcs yeah also I did like the, rela- like, the relationship between characters were really cute and I like the fact, like the way they retold it was actually kind of fun I like the yeah. the. I thought Cinder in space, Cinderella in space, was a lot of like. It yeah, worked. I liked
2: how like instead of losing her shoe at the ball, she loses her whole ass foot. That was pretty that cool. Was...
3: <laughs> yeah, that that was real special.
0: <laughs> her robot foot. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense. They set it up to begin like, with. That's a whole new level. And then it's like, what girl in the land
1: will this foot fit? And she has to like wear like a. Is that is that her seven year old? But yeah, they, they foreshadow it yeah. from
0: the beginning because she's changing her foot, like, when she meets Kai for the first time. And then, like, yeah. she ends it with losing that foot. And I was like, symbolism! <laughs> yes, that was... So is... way.
3: it's her 11-year-old foot.
0: However old she was, oh. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Also, like, her, her stepmother, like, made her work and things like that. Yeah.
0: It's definitely, like, it's not really pulling any punches when it says, like, a Cinderella retelling. Although, I couldn't tell... That the car was supposed to be the pumpkin for a really long time. Like I get it was bright orange, but they just kept saying how ugly it was, and the coach is supposed to be pretty. So like that was the one part of the story That's that I kept. That's because it's getting. not
2: like other coaches.
1: Pause. I hate. You. <laughs> She's not like you other know. girls, and she doesn't have a coach <laughs> God damn it!
0: Wait, did she have a fairy godmother in this one? No, she was her own fairy god. Wait, no, does Crest count as the fairy godmother? No, I think she was Chris her own. No, her wait, daughter. what? What's
1: his name? What's his name? Doctor Doom.
0: Oh, um,
3: doctor doctor whatever I probably missed this part while I was like setting up, I guess, but did we discuss like how she didn't have the surgery at eleven? She had it from like three days yeah, to she was in
0: stasis more or less since she was like since she was found as a charred husk. By the way, she's Princess Celine, if that wasn't really obvious by now.
3: That was so obvious.
0: Yeah. It was
3: so predictable. I mean, yeah,
0: she's literally a princess. Like, I think the funniest thing was that, like, 50 pages in, they're, like, they, like, stop the entire story to explain Lunars and Princess Selene, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's Cinder, isn't it? They're
1: giving way too much, like...
2: I'm pretty sure I read the blurb oh, and boy. I already knew.
1: Background stuff? Hmm.
0: Yeah, and now, because why I'm why going I off
1: be the be script, weird. spoopy Lunars with mind-control powers.
0: Okay, look, here's the thing. The, the lures were not... The world building wasn't really world building, at least for the first book. They're kind of like, yeah, here's a race of people on the moon that are all evil and have mind control powers and don't get affected by plagues. And I was just like, wow. reading it when you're older... Is... I mean,
2: it kind of makes sense as you read more.
0: I, yeah, but like in book one, you're just kind of like, and here's a bunch of evil people. That's cool. We like that. We we, we appreciate... Like, it's yeah. just... that I didn't... Like, the world building, especially in the first like, doesn't really hold up, but well, gets... I don't really
2: remember, but I feel like it
0: made sense. I mean, we also read it when we were all, like, 13, so I don't think... Wait, wait, wait,
1: okay. hang on. Hang on a second. I need a clarification. Okay. It, uh, so, Kai, Thorn, and Scarlet are, like, normal human... No, Scarlet's, like, her grandpa was Lunar. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but she's close enough to human. She's basically human. But, so, but, um, then Cress... Wolf, Cinder, uh Jason, and Winter are all lunar.
2: Wow, I didn't realize how many of them
1: were lunar. Okay. Anything we anyone else anything else that people
0: want to say that they liked or didn't like about this thing?
3: It was too obvious.
1: Um I like I like their names because they correspond very like evidently with except for Kress. Yeah.
2: No, that's like a vegetable, so it's like refinery. Oh.
1: I felt like they <laughs> correspond very like Precisely with the fairy tale that they're based on, Cinder, Cinderella, Scarlet, um, Little Red Riding Hood, um, Cress, uh, Rapunzel, Winter, uh, Snow White. But what I like about uh, what I like about Cinder uh, about Winter being Snow White is that she is black. Yeah. I really like
0: for Cinder how it's like in Cinderella she gets the name Cinder because she was like you know she sleeps next to the ashes and in this one she gets the name Cinder because her step her aunt set her on fire. Yep. Yeah.
3: <laughs> wow. Well, she, wait, 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 wait. So, cress as in water crest because yeah, Rapunzel's yeah. also like a. Thing. But oh. I also
2: like how thorn is called thorn because like that was planned from the very first book And you can see because like in Rapunzel the whole thing is that the guy falls out out of the tower And he goes blind because he falls into a bunch of
3: thorns.
0: Oh sh- right. I didn't realize that <gasps> But that wouldn't have had to be
3: planned that wouldn't have had to be planned till the second book. Cause well, what about
2: guy's yeah. name? Uh, well, no, he shows at the very end of the first book I'm pretty sure like the very end
1: Let me find my my book if I have it.
0: Okay, anything we didn't like, liked before we move on to our O Ship segment? Wait, I also want to say Celine
2: is Moon Goddess, so that was cool. Celine Dion! I hate you. (laughs) Okay, so. I feel like there are others too, but yeah.
0: Yeah, well, if we, we have a time for hot takes at the end, so we'll talk about that there. So Ooh, now we- I have a hot take. I'm so excited. Okay, so the thing is, we have our mandatory O ship segment because these were middle school romance books, and they obviously had romance. the The problem is, is that once I looked at the relationship dynamics, I realized they're all based on fanfics. So like, I have to, I have to talk about this, okay? Because we have Cinder and Kai, which have the tropes of mutual pining Go identity ahead. porn which isn't actually porn <laughs> identity porn refers to the fact that people are like hiding their identity if they're like somebody else and cinder was hiding the fact that she was a cyborg and so like it had the same Ooh. tropes. and he was hiding the fact he was a
2: prince like at the very yeah moment. like every it, it has the
0: same she tropes as identity porn where you're trying to hide who you are and you have the whole betrayal at the end but like you know, is not like, you can't just attribute that to the, like retelling of Cinderella. Plus, she was
2: a princess, but that she was like. Hiding yeah, but she
0: herself. didn't know that one. She wasn't actively hiding that. That just happened.
2: But he wasn't he like when he worked out, like didn't she do some lunar witchy witchy and he was like, holy crap, you're lunar
3: and she was like, wait what? No, and he was like, oh man.
0: I don't remember laughing. that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what what happened was like, she like I guess it was like some kind of instinctual reaction or something where she like call up her glamour with like out even realizing she did and then and then that's when everyone realized like oh wait she's lunar and then levana but we don't know this she was all oh shoot she's my niece back (laughs) from the dead how does this happen
0: i think my favorite thing is there was a solid hour where kai was cinder's uncle and we don't talk about that hour enough because she married he he married her aunt and it, here's the thing
3: it wasn't an hour. It was like a,
0: I feel like <laughs> Thor never days. for like whenever Valentine's Day shows up he's like so have you told your niece act have you Valentine's Day yet? I feel like that's a fun thing Wait, to do. Wait
2: and and like winter's like stepfather or something right oh
0: yeah she teased him with that and he turned bright red in like winter and i have yeah, with all the new pictures
3: you're
2: and she just turns father. bright red it's really funny point.
0: but yeah cinder and kai had this identity porn miscommunication mutual pining thing going on that's in like a lot of avengers fanfics and i just i started noticing that when i did a recent reread and i thought that was really funny okay that's ship number one. Ship number two, Thorn and Cress. Yay! Why would that
3: be ship number two? Because
0: I like them more than I like any of the others. Yes, I like Thorn and Cress. Pers- okay, fair enough. I was like, shouldn't we go in? Should we go in order? No, to- no. I like Thorn and Cress because we have, you know, one-sided love, and we okay, also Okay, have- I disagree. It's not one-sided. Okay, but it feels one-sided. It's for, like you. Thorn is a tsundere, and you can't change my mind. He
2: just has trouble expressing his feelings. That's a That got to you.
0: Yeah, no. Thorn and Crest are just really cute, and I like them. It's like you know the the rogue scoundrel and like the
3: hacker girl. It's basically it's, tangled. I mean,
0: it's basically tangled, and I love it because uh, Tangled is one of the best Disney movies, and it's better than yeah. Frozen, and you can't change my mind. Frozen is
3: not a good Disney. But movie. that's an argument for another day.
0: <laughs> yes, that we'll have that we'll have that conversation later, and yeah, bonus episode.
3: Okay, yes, we. Anyone will. else have anything they want to say
0: about Thorn and Cress or Cinder and Kai? Alfredo, I know you only remember Cinder and Kai, so
3: I didn't read yeah? about Thorn and Cress, but both plant themes. I don't know. I mean. That kind of fits when they fall off the satellite. Do you remember
1: anything about Cinder and Kai? The only reason, (laughs) by the way, the only reason why I said, um, bless the rains out in Africa was, um, the line, yes, I'm going to Africa.
0: Okay, and then, so we have then Scarlet and Wolf. And the ship tropes we have for this one are protective, loyal, and unfortunately there is an Alpha Beta Omega thing around there. It is not in, it's not in the same context as you normally see it in fanfic, but it's still, like, a thing, and I hate it. And, and I it's hate not. That
1: it's I do- not. It's not technically bestiality, but it is bestiality. But it's not. It's, but it is. But it's not. But it is. Yeah, I I was super
2: weirded out when he became like even more like part wolf when they yeah. did that like thing in winter. Like then it became uh, yeah. a little weird. Like
0: the thing with Scarlet and Wolf is that you can like, you only really see it if you think about it. But the alpha beta omega thing is like a like a plot point about how he's an alpha and like the best and super capable and it's just, I don't like it. Scarlet and Wolf are like, I don't okay, like it. Okay, then
2: who are the Beta and Omega?
0: So remember Rand is an Omega and he's a Alpha and it's like, they fight over Scarlet for a little bit and I didn't. Yeah, but that's just dumb. I didn't like that. Honestly, yeah. Scarlet is probably my least favorite, like Thing, i huh? know
2: like i feel like i should like her because she's like pretty cool like she's flying these spaceships like, i don't pu- i don't put up with cooking this. her tomatoes tomatoes yeah, like i right. should
0: like her but for some reason i just d- do not
2: yeah i think it's because of wolf because Wolf's yeah just, like, wolf
0: ruins mm-hmm. it although i will say that wolf and cinder no wolf and Cress, when they talk about how they're like ho- both hopeless romantics is a really cute like relationship moment and i really fu- i found that really fun uh,
2: i guess like how wolf is like meant to show
3: that there are like sympathetic lunar so- soldiers or like they can overcome
0: what's been yeah. done to them but
3: like
0: this they works. really overdid it when they put him in like seven different surgeries throughout the course of the books like they they yeah, really that was
3: crazy <laughs>
0: They really overdid it. Wasn't it two? I yeah, don't know it was two. <laughs> Whatever. We're we're emphasizing <laughs> for, for dramatic
1: effect.
3: I'm just gonna say I di- I didn't read those parts and th- now I'm really getting worried because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, you know more than I do.
1: the <laughs> The first
3: surgery only happens like well it's alluded to obviously, but then it only happens in like that that like short story that comes after Scarlet. Yeah. Or,
0: Stars Above was really cute just because it gave me Cinder and Kai's first yeah. meeting from Kai's perspective and he's whipped
1: he's oh, whipped from day one and I yep. love it. Thorne is not introduced until
0: Scarlet. Cool. Yeah. My boy. I love him. He's my favorite I boy. I love him so much. Like Thorne has to bot like to drive Kai back after they've kidnapped him and like They have a bro talk about, you know, like, I think that the vague vague thing is, like, make sure you treat Cinder well. And I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's so cute. And anyway, our last ship we're going to talk about is Jason and Winter, which have the tropes childhood best friends, the lovers, evil family members, and guards and noble. Not going to lie, these are all my least favorite tropes. I don't like these. It just made me i agree her.
2: i don't think well i actually hate jason so <laughs> that probably affected like he's just so boring yeah
0: i don't like the i've never liked the childhood best friends to lovers simply because i have a lot of childhood I friends just let I would, them
1: be friends
0: yeah the thing with childhood best friends is you get like kind of a like a bond like a bond that's between a cousin and a sibling i'm not gonna date
1: that no yeah it's,
2: exactly Exactly.
1: Like, there's that, there's... Yes, yeah, Ford is introduced for the, the first time on the first page of chapter four of Scarlet.
0: Oh, yeah, he got he got put into solitary confinement because he started a prison
1: riot because the soap was too grating on his because skin. Pr- so here, here it says, the cap titty... the cap t- The cap titty... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, to, to, put, to add on to the captivity, uh, Thor. they escape in a ship that has a naked lady painted on the side of yes. it.
1: Okay, the captivity of Carswell Thorne had gotten off to a rocky start with what was the catastrophic soap rebellion and all, but since being transferred to solitary, he'd become the personification, personification of a well-mannered gentleman, and after six months of such commendable behavior... He persuaded the only female guard on rotation to lend him a port screen. This so guy man. just flirts his way out of everything. And he doesn't know think... how to use the port yeah, screen. Th- that's literally
0: his... My favorite thing is that he, like, when they show the mugshots to Kai and Thorn is winking at the camera and looking attractive, Kai hates him immediately because he's jealous.
1: Kai, Cinder's in jail. He was quite sure this would not have succeeded if the guard wasn't convinced he was an idiot incapable of doing things other than counting the days and searching for naughty pictures of ladies he'd known and imagined, and she was, a, and she was right. Of course, Thone was mystified by technology and couldn't have done anything useful with the tablet, even if he had had a step-by-step instruction manual on how to escape from jail using a port screen. He'd been unsuccessful in accessing so his he? columns, for oh. <laughs> news feeds, or scouting out any information on New Beijing Prison and the surrounding city. He, but he sure did appreciate the suggestively naughty, if heavily filtered, picture. Thorn is a boomer.
0: This is why he needs Crass. Yeah, that basically him. sums him up. That Thorn, thorn is like twenty. I think he's the oldest. He's, yeah, 20, he's twenty, right? And he's the only one of them that had like a vaguely normal life. But he's like a grandma who no, doesn't know
3: how to use technology. I mean, did Scarlet have a vaguely normal life? Like she was. I guess. Her. I mean, I, I guess. I guess. relatively. Yeah. But Thorn and
0: Cinder others. and like Kai and, and that, their whole like relationship is. Anyway, so that's I think it for our relationship segment. Unfortunately, so all of these tropes are very fanfic heavy or very close to it, but they're all straight unlike most of fanfic. <laughs> so maybe that's why I didn't maybe that's why I didn't see are it. Are there
2: any non-straight relationships in the whole thing? No.
0: Nope.
3: No.
2: I feel like the that doctor is so annoying.
3: I just have to say that's pathetic. There are so many relationships. Why can't one of them not yeah. be straight? Yeah,
0: Like even Six of Crows did it, where they just or they had like two straight ones, and then we just have the gay violent. ones that are adorable. and yeah. I oh love my God, them. They're
1: so cute. true. No. Kway. No.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that, was, that, was, that was a sad. That was a no, love triangle. I do
3: not like.
2: interesting. You know that person who the person who commented like um, Juice the Rise of Juiced or whatever. Um, so I started following them just because they did that, and then I saw that they had liked a bunch of (laughs) Avatar posts, too, so now I've decided we should be friends.
3: Yeah, and that's why they call her (laughs) Juice Lover.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 (laughs) wait. For my fanfic thing, can I read a little bit of The Cursed Child? We have to talk about fanfic first before we <laughs> eat, eat. Oh God, read the yeah. yeah. fanfic. You can read
0: it later. So, we have to talk about fanfic. Because the thing is, is that all of these are fanfic tropes because Marissa Meyer got her start as a fanfic writer. I think most, if not all, of the books were NaNoWriMo novels, which is, like, when you write a novel in a month. And they're all, like... They're fanfic-y, right? The the world-building is not super in-depth. There's a heavy focus on relationships, and it's very predictable, which, I mean, maybe it works better as a retelling. So, I mean, it kind of becomes more obvious when you look at her next novel, Renegades, which I know Bethany has some... I mean... Okay, I want to talk about Heartless first. Heartless
2: is not a retelling. It's like an expansion upon the world of Alice in Wonderland, and I think it worked... really well I think she actually did a good job like and in that one she actually did have to come up with like a plot and like characters and things like that whereas in
3: renegades I haven't read it but it honestly just sounds like a fan yeah it does like the plot like basi-
0: I- it, it's basically a fanfic of like the queen of hearts which it's good don't get me wrong but it is the, the like the first original completely original thing she's done is renegades and it's not it's not not who's
2: excited for instant karma which is going to be I think it's an adult romance like whatever it is it's realistic fiction or no magic realism I think it's magic realism
0: so that could go either way but it's still romance yeah because the thing with fanfic is that it gives you like you know you have kind of predictable story beats and like you're focused more on relationships which i think like from heartless and you know the lunar chronicles i thought that was really cute and then in when she had to write her make her own world from scratch like she did in renegades it didn't it didn't hold up it didn't work it just did not work it didn't make any sense but one thing
1: i do have to say about the lunar chronicles is lunar chronicles got me into actually reading like reading not just nonfiction. yeah, yeah
0: like cinder mostly
1: holds the lunar up Chron- When I read it cinder still holds the lunar up lunar chronicles is to, like, they are to thank for my love of reading today.
2: They're, like, a pretty fast yeah. read. They're, yeah. they're, like... Yeah, they're a fast, like they're, comfortable read. Like, they're good read. To re- I mean, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: They're comfortable. Except for winter, that thing <laughs> in- Like, they're really comfy. Like, you, you know what's gonna happen. It's nice, it's wholesome. It's just, it's just a nice, quick, comfy, like, pleasure read. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. So... Anyone else have anything they'd like to say it's about like fanfic or Marissa Meyer?
1: I don't read I mean. fanfic.
0: Yeah. I do. I also I mean, do not read fanfic. Am I the only one here who reads fanfic? I mean, I, mean,
3: I read it on, like, occasion. Like, every once in a while. I have ever, like, like actually
0: I mean, sat I mean, down to write a fanfic. I read Carry On. Okay, so, anybody have anything else they would like to say about, you know, Marissa Meyer, fanfic in general, before we get on to our special segment? <sighs> yes. Okay, Lila, go ahead
3: does carry
0: on count yes. as fanfic 100%. It is basically
3: I think that is the
0: only fanfic I feel, I've ever read. Me I feel too. like
2: Wayward
1: Son brings it yeah. out of the fan, like
2: Wayward Wait,
1: Son what about from- J.K. Rowling's tweets? Those are bad fanfic. Yes. We
0: can talk about They're it. just trash. <laughs> no, they're they're word of they're they're basically a uh, a case and why people should stop looking at author intent. Like, it's... Like, every single
2: video on, um... Death yeah, how, how do we get to...
0: How do we always get to J.K. JK Rowling? Like, how? Because <laughs> she's a turf. Yep. She is. I mean, the thing is, like... I don't know. Like, like, Carry On is definitely fanfic, but Wayward Son definitely defanfic is... Defanficizes that universe. D- but like, <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong
1: with fanfic. Defanficified.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, there's nothing that? wrong D-Fan with having a comfortable relationship focused on personal, like, relationships rather than, you know, big plot stuff. It's just that it's... Sometimes it doesn't work in every context, or it's not done well, and that's what happened with Renegades. Or That's what I think happened with Renegades. I don't know. I can't speak for her. But I just know that Renegades felt bad. Anyway, to tie in the... um. Fanfic thing. I have asked everybody to find a fanfic and to read a short excerpt so we can all take turns doing that now And you have to explain what it is who wrote it or who you think wrote it and from where you found it gotta give credit here You want me to go first to show you the format that I'm trying to go for here Alright, so I'm gonna be reading an excerpt from death will not stop true love by as you wish underscore forever and always because when As we you first... wish Yeah, because when we first watched The Princess Bride, I wanted to see if there was fanfic, and we found this crossover with um, Carry On, and I thought it was fantastic. So we're going to be reading the first four-ish paragraphs in a terrible British accent. Four-ish? Life is pain, Simon. Anyone who tells you differently is trying to sell something. Do you think I don't know? I died that day when I heard you killed him. He seemed rather frazzled, and I was slightly surprised when he said, You can die too for all I care. Simon rose up from where he was sitting on the log and pushed me off the cliff edge I was standing on. In retrospect, standing with my back towards a steep cliff was not the smartest move, but I was too I was too TO distracted by his still rosy cheeks, tawny skin, and moles. So many moles, in fact, that being caught completely unaware was not very surprising. As I was rolling down the hill, I managed to get out the words, <laughs> fuck <laughs> off, snow. <laughs> Baz, I heard him say before I caught a glimpse of his body also falling down the hill, that is bloody fantastic. I don't know why Simon's American in my retelling, but he is.
1: Anyway, your turn now. Okay, my turn. <laughs> so, I'm going to be reading the first chapter. It's short. It's short it's a chapter. chapter? It's short. So I will be reading from Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles <laughs> by Proud Housewife. So do you want your little ones to read books and they want to Proud read Harry Potter books, but you don't want them to turn into witches? Well, this is the story for you. This story has all the adventure of J.K. Rowling's books, but will not lead your children astray. For, for concerned mommies everywhere, blessings, and Grace Anne. So here's the author's note, because I feel like this is important. <laughs> Oh, by the way, this was written in, uh, 2014. Jesus. Authors note. Hello, friends. My name is Grace Ann. I'm new to this whole fanfiction thing, but recently I've encountered a problem that I believe this is the solution to. My little ones have been asking to read Harry Potter books, and of course I'm happy for them to start reading. But I don't want them to turn into witches, so I thought, why not make some slight changes so these books are more family-friendly? And then I thought... Why not share this with all the other mommies who are facing the same problem? So, ta-da! Here it is. I'm so excited to share this with you all. So, without further ado... Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Harry Potter who lived under the stairs in a house on Privet Drive with his aunt and uncle. He was a good, obedient boy who did all his chores, but he felt that there was something missing in his life. Something big and special. But he could not quite name it. He stayed up every night and wished for this special something. But then one day there was a knock at his door and everything changed. When well, the fire Nation <gasps> attacked and attacked. Answer the uh, door, Harry! His Aunt Petunia, <laughs> a queer woman, barked from her armchair. Where she sat her with her feet up, she had a short curly blonde hair and never wore any makeup. Uncle Vernon nodded sheepishly from the kitchen and put a tray of moist chocolatey brownies in the oven. Shouldn't you be doing that, Harry thought? But he was a very obedient boy, so he entered the door right away. He turned the brass metal doorknob and pulled open the heavy wooden door. On the porch was standing a huge, muscular man with a big, manly beard, and he was dressed in a plaid red shirt, blue jeans, and sturdy leather boots. His chest was was covered in a thick, unruly carpet of coarse brown hair. He wore a necklace that looked like Harry's, that looked to Harry like a lowercase T. Just looking at Harry, feel happy, peaceful somehow. This is a but Scottish couldn't accent. I he not say why. Good morning, kiddo! The, the man greeted amiably and smiled at Hamley. Harry. <laughs> Harry. He had the peaceful, friendly sort of face you just knew you could trust. "'My name's Hagrid. Could I speak to your mommy and daddy?' "'I don't have a mommy or daddy,' Harry replied sadly, and looked at his raggedy old shoes that were blue. Perhaps that was why he felt so lonely, though, he thought, but not for the first time. Maybe Maybe that was what he was missing, a mommy and daddy. But no, that was not quite right.' "'I'm so sorry to hear that,' Hagrid uttered empathetically. You can speak with my auntie and uncle." Harry retorted Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Harry retorted politely, and blinked his big, blue, childlike eyes.
3: (laughs) What do you want?! Wait, he's not supposed to have blue eyes. This is the part that really gets me. What do you
1: want?! Aunt Petunia appeared out the door with her narrow, suspicious eyes. She was wearing a baggy, unflattering pantsuit. Hello, neighbor! I was wondering if you have been saved. Hagrid exclaimed (laughs) exclaimed brightly. He tipped his wide-brimmed straw cowboy hat. Aunt Petunia laughed a gravely laugh and leaned forward on his sturdy practical boots. Saved? Don't tell me you're one of those Christians. Oh my gosh. Harry Harry did not know what that word meant, but Hagrid's smile was one of the most peaceful he had ever seen. It made Harry feel warm and happy inside, just seeing the glowing, radiant grin on the kind, friendly stranger's face. He wondered why Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon did not smile like that. "'Yes, I am!' Hagrid replied kindly. "'Are you?' Aunt Petunia laughed again, and stuck her pointy, sharp nose in the air. "'We're too smart for that! Haven't you read Dawkins? God is dead!' Dawkins proved that. Would you like to ed- educate us on the Dawkins? Why is he? <laughs> what? A- <laughs> what is a Christian? <laughs> Harry queried innocently. And his a shoe on the shaggy yellow carpet which had not been vacuumed in quite some time. Christians are good people who want to be good. No, that's not the line. Christians are people who want to be good. Hagrid explained wisely and crouched down so he was on eye level with Harry. We want to go to heaven after we die. Do you know what heaven is, Harry? Harry shook his head and his big eyes were wide and curious. Heaven is a beautiful place where we can be with God. (laughs) Aunt Aunt Petunia smacked her hand over Harry's young ears and her voice was sickly sweet and said, Thank you very much for your concern, sir. But he does not need your religion. He has science and socialism and birthdays. What? Haven't you heard of evolution? God forbid. Birthdays. I have a very good textbook on evolution. For God. And I could give it to you if you uh, would like to learn things. Our birthdays Haven't anti-evolution? wisely? Evolution is a fairy tale. <laughs> you don't really believe that, do you? Why is evolution yes, fake Yes, I now? do, and Petunia screeched. Well, then prove it. Aunt Petunia could only stare at him. Her big mouth hung open dumbly. She, Here she thought she was so educated and demanded that Christians prove what they believed in. But she couldn't even prove her own religion. It was then that Harry knew who the smart one here was. Don't tell me! Tell, tell me how to get to this place of heaven! Harry cried wistfully. Clasping his hands together sometimes the wisdom of little ones is really amazing. We think We grown-ups know it all, but then God speaks through the mouths of the little ones and shows us we are all mortals struggling along the path of life. Humility. All you have to do is be saved. Do you want to be saved? I do, I do. What is this? Mary squealed, jumping up and down. Then pray the sinner's prayer. Aunt Petunia tried to stop him, but she was powerless against Harry's pure, innocent, holy energy. Soon, Harry had said the prayer. Hagrid seemed... Hagrid beamed happily. You're a Christian now, Harry! <laughs> Hagrid cried proudly. You're a wizard, Harry! Harry you're a Christian, Harry! Harry smiled, but then inter- interrogated. But, but how do I be a Christian? I don't know how. Hagrid grinned wisely. There is one place to learn that. Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. (laughs) Author's note. (laughs) So what do you think? I may not be a professional writer, but I think I am being given the talent to pull this off in service of a greater mission. A really uncomfortable smiley face with, like, the equal sign and then um, the half um, bracket thing. Blessings! Grace Anna.
2: Can no. we never do that again? I think you exercised lavender
0: and <laughs> they, <jam>. all, oh. <laughs> they, all, <laughs> they all left because of you, which just leaves <gasps> Juice Lover to give her give her fanfic.
2: Thank you. So mine is from
0: <laughs> mine is
2: from the series of unfortunate events. And um so some context in, in this story. Um Violet has just married um Count Olaf. "'So,' Mr. Poe finally said, wiping off his mustache, "'you came for the Baudelaire fortune, if I am to understand this well.' Olaf nodded. "'We're in a hurry,' Olaf interrupted by waving. "'We're expected at the reception to cut the cake.' "'Indeed, you came right after the ceremony,' Mr. Poe noted, blinking. "'The banker stared at the odd couple in front of him. "'Violet was still wearing her itchy and stuffy wedding dress.' "'I must say, Violet, I was very surprised.' (sighs) "'He sighed, getting married so young. "'And to your guardian, I thought your parents raised you properly enough "'so you'd wait before such a big step, and choosing a right man.' "'Mr. Poe,' Violet said in despair. "'Count Olaf is a horrible man. "'He tricked uh, tricked us all to—' "'Olaf immediately held her against him and crushed her shoulder to shut her up.' "'Yeah, she is a very naughty orphan. You're damn right,' he claimed, leaning toward Violet, who turned away. "'But what to do? I just couldn't let three orphans with an enormous fortune all by themselves on the street. "'That's the kind of man I am. So where do I sign?' Mr. Poe opened his mouth to answer, but coughed again. Count Olaf rolled his eyes. "'Why? And Oh, why is he always—' Why is he always like this? He muttered to Violet. (laughs) She didn't bother answering him. She had to do something to stop this. If it went on, she would end up stuck with Olaf for the rest of her life, while Klaus and Sunny would be thrown on the streets, or worse, killed. Expelled. She promised her parents she would watch over them. No way she would break that promise. Well, Mr. Poe finally managed to say, I'm gonna get that file right away, if you'll excuse me. No, Mr. Poe, please listen to me. But as usual, Mr. Poe didn't listen and went out of the office. Okay. I think that's all I'm going to read. That's then fair. Then Count Olaf tells her that she's basically a cockroach
1: and I'm just saying I honestly might read the rest of the one I read because that was hilarious. <laughs> it's 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 like a fever dream that you just can't look away from and it's
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: I feel like I've seen a video on YouTube that's like, I read the Christian Harry Potter books so that you don't have to, so maybe I'll i am not. that. I think that, that was,
0: like, no Nikita my... me, like, like, this lady called Strange Eons, and it's yeah. it's it's so f***ing strange. Like, Erica sent it to me, like, long ago, and the biggest thing between My Immortal and Hogwarts School for Prayer and Miracles is that nobody can decide if they're written by
1: trolls or not. No one oh, knows. That one's not it's, written it's a whole by thing. Troll. That one's not written by a troll, that is a Christian mother.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, the thing is, like, when you read it later, it looks more and more like a troll, but the first few, you're kind of like, this
1: might work. No. Trust me, that is an honest-to-god Christian mother. Just,
0: just, okay, well, that's, that's, I think that's about it for the fanfic stuff, and we've read, like, the funnier ones, there's actually good fanfic out there, and it's, like, actually in-depth, and exactly what I sometimes Please see after I have a lot of like really good Iron Dad fanfics that I read when I'm down sometimes oh,
1: that's wholesome
0: and there's like some good ship mm-hmm. ones where it's like everyone's feelings are taken into account and not invalidated like what the writers did and it's just nice to have like it's nice that you can look at any adventure stuff and have like you know there's romance here now sometimes it's just sex and those are not quite as fun but <laughs> it, it is what it is those are two hetero. They're not as hetero as you would believe. They're written by heteros. Actually, a lot. The, apparently the majority of fanfic writers are gay.
1: No, but the the really creepy ones that are fetishy. Fetish- 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 you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All yeah.
0: right. I. You know, we'll look into that later. I don't want to, like, say anything concrete before we actually know any facts. Because, like, that could- I'm not- like, fanfic oh, as yeah. a whole is, like- I would like to believe is a genuinely generally positive thing, but there are definitely, yes. as is everywhere else on the internet, really fucking creepy stuff. Like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, we've reached the end of our fanfic portions, so now we have hot takes. Who's got hot takes about the series? Overall thoughts. Ooh, I I do. Oh. I have a hot, take. a hot take. I think
2: I don't know how high it is. It's like lukewarm.
0: <laughs> a lukewarm Luke take. take.
2: Yeah. So I think Scarlet is not just um, Red Riding Hood. I think it's also Beauty and the Beast because, like, the whole thing is that Scarlet's like yeah. super beautiful and like Wolf is like obviously
1: part animal.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But instead of becoming a human at the end, he becomes more wolf-like. So that was that was a fun twist.
1: That's actually
0: a pretty good hot take.
1: Is it, but is that really a hot take, or is that just, like, headcanon? I mean, the- th- I don't know. It's kind of
2: weird, because, like, in Red Riding Hood, obviously, it's not a love story. Yeah. Like-
0: I, I It's think a it, death story. Yeah, like, it matches the- it matches, you know, um, Beauty and the Beast a lot more than it does Red Riding Hood, but then, you know, Wolf doesn't turn pretty at the end, which might actually be- I don't know. So it's Shrek. <laughs>
1: It's H- a Shrek hot take. H- Shrek. You, hear, you, you hear to hear first, folks. Um, Scarlet is and Scarlet and Will's relationship is Shrek. That's that's what I
0: learned. That's a good. That's a Why good. What are podcast.
1: you doing in my swamp? That's a good hot take, Garfield, Do you have a hot take
0: you'd like to say? Um, she lives on a farm, which is basically a swamp. It so. counts. Yeah, I
1: wanna be Cinder.
0: That's not a hot take,
1: but like not go through <laughs> all the drama. I just want to be a cyborg. That's fair. But, like, not, like, a... But, like, not, like, be, Well, I want to... Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to have anything amputated. But you but I also want to be a cyborg. That...
2: I want to be Cress, because she has, like... She cool. has so much hair. I want
0: to be Kai, because Kai is no, hilarious. No, she cuts it, though. I think my yeah. favorite scene in the whole book... In the whole series is when they're... They're, like, doing wedding preparations because Kai proposed to Lavana and he's just melodramatically lounging on the on the on his couch with like one hand over his face and he like the amount of times this man face palms in the in the series is really funny to me like the amount of lines oh. he has that are just like diplomacy be damned when he's the emperor of a goddamn commonwealth is really just it's just peak comedy to me kai is my favorite kai and thorn and cinder Wait, hang,
1: on, hang on hang on so i'm i'm currently i going to look at stars
0: above yeah, what's my hot take for the series? Cinder's a Mary Sue. Cinder's a Mary Sue, but, like, not... It's not horrible, but, like... What does that mean? So, a Mary Sue is a character who is... see Like, basically, her value is inflated through the audience. Like, she's given all of the cool characteristics, and everyone falls in love with her. It, like, I mean, she's given... Like, she's both a lunar and a cyborg. She's got all of this... Like, she's probably the most powerful, like, physically powerful, and, like...
2: And she's, like, a mechanic.
0: And she's a mechanic, So, like, she has actual yeah like there's literally nothing she can't do and it's it's a little bit more mary suey but she's actually like you know fun to to be around and she's more fun to me to be around than scarlet or even winter so yeah that's my it's hot just end. crazy winter's just crazy and scarlet's kind of annoying Cress and cinder are my favorites
2: Jason is my least
0: favorite. We don't like... No, I don't stand Jason. I, I I think the only thing I stand is how everybody literally just... Like, even my least favorite characters all f-ing love Cress. It's just... It's so cute. They're all just like, aw, Cress, I'm sorry I upset you. Here's a hug. And I'm like... See? Everyone likes Cress. Everyone likes Cress, and I think Cinder's a badass, so... Thorn divides a
2: room, which is why I could never be Thorn.
0: Thorn, thorn is, like, too... Comfortable and like flashy and good with people, and I've never been able to do that to save my life. I've tried, but
2: I wish I was good at Guys, her. guys, 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 can I can I read the scene where Kai proposes to Cinder? Doesn't he propose twice and get rejected the first time? Hold, hold on. I feel like he proposes in like book four, and she's like, "Let's hold off." And then in Stars Above, he's like, "No, he like now?
0: fake she's proposes at the end of book four, where he like he gets down on one knee, but he's holding her like." cyborg foot that's
1: so fanficky
2: yeah especially the bit where she lowers her lashes like she lowered her lashes i might have some idea also i don't
1: think i really realized how fanficky it was
2: also just the whole thing where like you like you're like a person in who has like a position of power like a prince or whatever And you meet someone else who also happens to have a person a position of power. And you, like, fall in love. And you're, like, it also seems really unrealistic to me. Just, like, what's the chance that he, that his, like, that he falls in love with the person who ends up being, like, the princess? And, like, same with red, white, and royal blue, honestly. Like, but, I mean, I think, I don't know. It's still cute, but...
1: Yeah, but also just, just the me. Um, stars above the whole thing is. Wait, what? No, I'm back. Did you just it cut just, out? Yeah, I cut off for a sec. Okay. No. Like also like the whole like stars above book. That's it's basically just her own fanfic. Yeah, yeah
0: it's fanfic true. of her very published story. And sometimes and like some of the stories didn't work for me, but like the Little Mermaid uh, original story and the Kai story really were just. Well, which one's him. the Little Mermaid one? Um, I don't remember that. Oh uh, crud. I don't remember what it's called. It's like the... The one about- the little android. The little android. The little android. It's really okay. cute.
1: I liked it. You're not reading the whole thing. I'll- I put- I put that away. Um, I'll read it later.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think- Okay, do we want to end it here? I think we need to end it here, yeah. This was- Okay, who's gonna do the outro? Juice Lover is the new it? Zelda, so Zelda gets to do the outro. I mean, Juice Lover gets to do the outro and- Okay.
2: This has been Reader's Guide
0: to the Galaxy. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Reader's Guide to the Galaxy is a UhI Book Club production. This episode was written, directed, produced, and scripted by Paws, and it holds appearances by Paws, Juice Lover, Lavender, Alfredo, Garfield, and undecided name yet. Uh, Cover art was by Secret Agent Sabrina, and music was composed by Lavender and Alfredo. Thank you so much for listening, and have a lovely day.